Welcome to A Love Like This. I'm Abby, I'm Paige, and we're so glad that you're here. We all face problems, both big and small, but having faith shines a whole new light on finding the right solutions. As we sit down each week with some incredible guests, our hope is that you would be encouraged to take heart in the troubles of the world and to put faith over everything. This episode of A Love Like This is brought to you by The Friendship Centre. The Friendship Centre offers genuine and caring counselling support to people from all walks of life. If you need support or just want someone to talk to, particularly with the same Christian values as you, visit friendship-centre.com or call our incredible friend Maria on 0426 282 214. Stick around to learn more. Welcome back everybody to another episode of A Love Like This. Recently, my sister and I have been going through this really cool season where we are discovering a lot of new revelations um, in terms of our relationship status. Now, this week's episode is called Surrendering Your Status because we really want you guys to do just that. Surrender your status to God. Now, in this episode, we spoke about so much We wanted this episode to feel as though you guys were in one of our rooms with us, just hanging out, drinking tea um, and chatting about our relationship life. We did want to talk about, though, the truths that remain the same throughout all of those statuses. So truths that we spoke about um, is that God cares more about your relationship than you do. The second one is that in order to give love, we need to first receive love. Number three, God's promises remain true regardless of your relationship status. Number four, God uses relationships to refine our character. And number five, every season requires surrender. So we hope that you guys love this conversation. Give us the feedback if you did. Let us know what you thought and enjoy this week, guys. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the podcast. This week I'm joined with my one, no, you're not my one and only older sister. You are my eldest sister. Um, Mia, say hey. Hi guys. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So Mia's been on the show a few times now, but we wanted to bring her on for this season to talk about something that Mia and I have both been really, I guess, passionate about. It's something that we're both kind of going through. We're both reading the same books at the same time. So We feel as though that this um, episode in particular is an encouragement to just us as sisters having this conversation. This probably is like a conversation we'd have before we go to bed at night. So like when I'm in Mia's room, this is what we're talking about. Um, And I'm not lying about it. It's absolutely true. So, um, So guys, the title of this week is called Surrendering Your Status. And now this is in particular your relationship status, um, single, dating, engaged, or married. Um, that is taken by Ben Stewart's book titled that because that is the book that we are currently reading. Um, so we wanted to talk about this is because, um, sorry, the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because we've also been, um, studying in our connect Craig Groeschel's sermons about winning the war in your mind. And, um, I guess this idea of like, allowing God to just take ownership over your full life, like completely. Like that's a revelation I'm getting from studying this is to give God your absolute everything. One of those things is our relationships, right? Um, So worrying versus trusting is, you know, it should be, I guess, 
a challenge that we will face in every area of our lives, but particularly with relationships that we spoke about before on the show. But um, this week, we wanted to give you guys some truths in particular that can help us, I guess, be reminded um, of these truths in order to surrender our status to God, just to make it a little bit easier to do so because I think sometimes it can be really difficult to surrender whatever status you're in whether that's you know you're single and you're wanting to be in a relationship or you're in a relationship and you're not 100% happy you don't know if it's from God or you're engaged and you know what the next step is and me and me I know nothing about that but (laughs) we hope that um these truths will just um speak into whatever status is over your life right now so and I feel like the reason why you and I in particular are so passionate about this topic, like with relationships and everything is because we really, really do understand that relationships have the potential to either multiply or subtract Mm -hmm. from every area of your life. Yeah, or make or break you. (laughs) No, it's so true because your relationships impact every other area of your life. So if you get your relationships right, you're going to win in every other area. So that's why it's so important that you apply God's truth and his word to your relationships because that's how they're going to flourish. And, you know, to me, I think when your relationships are flourishing, you're going to flourish as a whole person. So that's why we love talking about this. We do. That is really true. So um, to make it super structured for everyone, because we all know Mia Johnson loves to be organized and have some sort of system and structure in place. um, The first thing we're going to be talking about, um, the first truth is that God cares more about your relationships than you do. And I don't know where I first heard this, but the first time I heard it, I was like, dang, I literally thought that, I think I said this in a previous episode before, that I tend to think that God knows everything about my life and he knows he's got good plans for me and he knows everything that's going to happen. But I always kind of ruled out relationships, like in terms of like boyfriends and stuff. I was like, no, he has no idea what's going to happen with that. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know why I did that. So when I first heard this truth, I was like, dang, this is really, really good news for me. Mm, It's so true. And I, when I think about relationships in my life, I always think about like classic Jeremiah 29, 11, like God has good plans for our lives and he has plans to give us a hope and a future. So if that's true, why would it not apply to our relationships? Um, Yeah, exactly what Mia was saying about how God knows every single detail of our lives. And Mia, you said this before we were recording that he wants every single aspect of our lives to flourish in abundance, living it with him. Um, And we, that doesn't rule out relationships. Like if anything, I feel like you think about the person you're going to marry and, you know, I guess one day, like if you want to be married, it's the most important decision you'll ever have to make. Um, And so of course God knows and he wants to be part of that journey with you. Um, So that's why this is such, I guess, a really important truth to know that God actually cares more about it than you could, which is huge because it's such a huge decision. So how do we know that God cares so much about our relationships? Like what evidence is there to say that he does? That's so true. Me and me were just talking about this before this episode about where can we find some sort of truth that this is actually legit. Like how do we know that God cares more about our relationships than we do? Um, And it's found in the word of God. So Mia, what was the verse that um, you felt on your heart to share in regards to this truth? Mm, So I feel as though Psalm 139 really just kind of came to mind when we were talking about this. And the reason why I think this verse applies so perfectly to this whole concept of God caring about our relationships so much is because Psalm 139, it says, 
You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. And to me, when I hear that, I just think God knows us so well and so deeply and so intimately, like he knows us more than we even know ourselves. So if God knows us that much, he knows what's on our heart and he knows that relationships are so important to us. So why would he not care about it? And God is so loving and so kind and so compassionate towards us. He wants us to thrive in relationships. So I think, yeah, that that's to so me true. is like just proof that God, like he really does care about it. Mm, I think that Psalm 139 is literally explaining exactly that, that he literally cares more about even our innermost being than we could ever, oh my goodness, comprehend or imagine. You know when sometimes Mia, you dream about like your dream relationship and you're like, oh, I want that. Or you think about like your dream person and you're like, oh, I want that. Like, God is seeing that as well. Do you know what I mean? And like he knows our heart's desires and stuff like that. I think if our first heart desire is to love God more and more, um, then I think that I guess our heart's sort of like vision becomes clearer as to what it is that we should be looking for. And I think those little hints um, are because God cares and he's sharing that his thoughts with us. And so I think Psalm 139 is such a perfect depiction of God sharing like his thoughts through the Psalmist David when David wrote that. So, yep, I love that so much. Okay, do you want to read the second truth that we came up with? Sure. We kind of touched on it a little tiny bit in what you just said, but the second truth we were talking about is that in order to give love, you need to first receive it. And we got into a little bit of a family debate about this. But what we meant by it is that in order to truly love people, we have to have experienced the love of God and the love of Jesus in our lives. Because at the end of the day, God is love. So in order for us to give that out to others, we have to know what it means to receive it in the first place. You know what's funny though, Mia, is before I became a Christian, like I always heard people say that like in order to freely give away love, you need to experience it first. I'm like, that is the biggest load of fluff. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. Um, until I read first John, uh, first John chapter four, verse seven to eight, it says, Beloved, Jesus said this, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And this was a revelation that I literally had in year 12 when I had to write that discuss that um, discursive piece for English was I didn't fully understand what that meant. Like, what do you, I couldn't comprehend how God is love. Like, what does that even mean? Um, And then I was reminded of Jesus and how Jesus is literally the walking example of what of what of who God is, right? And what he's about. And Jesus was only loving. Like he came to love the earth. And I think that when I had that revelation, I was like, oh my goodness, now that I know that love, now I'm free to love others. And it sounds really sort of, I guess, incomprehensible. Like that was the first thought I had about it. But um, like I said before, Mira and I have been reading Ben Stewart's book and something that he says in it is he talks all about this, about how we like in order to love well, we need to um, first love God. And um, he says that love embraced becomes love extended. And he also talks, he uses analogy and I'll just briefly go over it. You guys will have to read the book, but he uses a story um, about like NASCAR races, uh, 
the NASCAR race, NASCAR racing. Um, and him and his friends had, uh, they got given like a bunch of free tickets. I don't know how it happened, but he, him and his friends were at the front of like the, the race. And he said to his friend, let's sell these tickets and make like a lot of money out of them. Um, and then the friend said, no, like we have an abundance. Like, why don't we just freely give them away to people who may need it? So he was, um, like they were lining up, in the NASCAR like race area or whatever. And um, they were giving away these tickets to families and they were so happy. They were blown away. They couldn't believe the love that they were receiving. How can these people just give this away to us? Um, And what he didn't realize was that the bulk buy like of these tickets meant that they would all be sitting in the same area. So when he went in, because they all obviously had their own tickets, once they had freely given away this abundance of free tickets, they ended up sitting together and he ended up just experiencing like a newfound joy with these relationships of people because they could not believe what just happened. Um, and he uses that analogy because it's exact same with, with our relationship with God. It's like, how can people know God if we don't show them love, like the only way that they are going to see God is if we show them love, just like how that was that simple kind of, you know, that simple act of kindness that Ben did was he had an abundance of tickets to freely give. We have received an abundance of love to freely give. That's something that my mom reminded me of. I said, mom, like, I feel like we're talking about relationships. And I was like, why does it feel like they are just constantly like loving and leaving me or not even getting to the loving part and just leaving me? Like, why does it constantly feel like I'm just, you know, it's just one thing after the other. And she's like, well, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's like you already have the abundance of love that you need. And now the next thing that comes in your life, you can just freely give it away. So it never runs out kind of thing. And it's so free to give in in every area of our lives, not only our relationship. But I think that's it ties in with um, these sort of status. And, you know, the whole idea about surrendering your status is because whether you're single, dating, engaged or married, you now have an abundance of love to give. It doesn't run out. Like Ben says that love sends, love sacrifices, love stays. And then we added love serves like that never runs dry ever. So I think the important thing to realize is that when we first receive that love from God, it becomes easier to show the people in our lives the love that they need because we now know the love that we need and we get it from him so I don't know that was just a really important truth that we had Mir if there's anything you want to add we just wanted to take a quick moment to thank the sponsor of this episode the Friendship Centre for five years the Friendship Centre has been providing self-funded counselling support to Christians and non-Christians alike Finding a counsellor who is there when you need them for as often as you need them and with the same faith values as you can be a challenge. The Friendship Centre offers both free and paid counselling services in person or over the phone to people all around Australia. With 23 phone-based counsellors, they have the ability to pair you with someone who genuinely cares about you. Maria Serena founded the Friendship Centre with the hope of providing passionate and genuine mental health support to those in our local community. Our family has personally used the Friendship Centre services and after every interaction, we feel lighter, more loving and full of life. What sets the Friendship Centre apart from so many other mental health support services is that if you find your roots in faith, their counsellors cater their sessions to embed scripture and truth to help you not only feel better, but live better. Make sure to visit friendship-centre.com or call Maria on 0426 to learn more. Enjoy the rest of this incredible conversation. No, 
I was just going to say, like, as you were saying that, something really just came to mind and was on my heart. Like, so many people ask and ask and ask for evidence of God. And, you know, they want to see the proof of Him in this world so that they can fathom fathom Him, right? But to me, any time you feel love or you experience love, that is God. That should be evidence enough that God exists because He is love. So anytime you feel it, you're experiencing God. So, okay. And then that brings us to truth number three, which is that God's promises remain true regardless of your relationship status. And I particularly feel really passionate about this point. Um, And that's because I kind of had a huge, massive revelation about this earlier this year. And in all honesty, Abby and I are single. Oh my gosh, surprise everyone. I'm kidding. We're the only single ones in the fam. Two out of four. Anyway, um, for a really long time, I always thought that God's promises didn't start for me until I met that person or until I got married. But it wasn't until I realized that that's not true that I realized I could really enjoy the season that I'm in. And, you know, we always think about, Oh, God has all these great plans for us. He has plans to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. And for some reason in our heads, we seem to think that that only extends to people in relationships, but that's not necessarily true. God's promises start right where you are. Yeah. Or even me, I don't know if you get like this as well sometimes, but you saying that just reminded me of something that I find myself doing. So now I'm convicted. Thanks for that. Um, is, you know, when like you see, you know, couples together and you're like, wow, like God is just so faithful. Like that is just such a God ordained relationship. Like, wow, his promises really come into fruition. It's like, I exclude the fact that God still has promises for my life right now, regardless of my status, like regardless if I'm dating somebody or not, like right now in my singleness season, I can actually declare that God is faithful and God's promises come into fruition. It just looks a little bit different because I'm single. Um, But I just think that's such a great part of being single is you have the freedom to do that. So one of the verses that I absolutely love um, is from Deuteronomy. (laughs) I don't know why I always laugh when I say it. Chapter 31, verse 8, and it says this. It says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. Well, isn't that like a truth that we all need with whatever status of life that we're in? Me and Mia can, I guess we can kind of speak into the fact that this, um, you know, like when you're dating somebody, it can feel like I know, I know some people who question like, is this really from God? Is it just my, you know, my heart's desires? Is it really from him? But I think that this promise really ties into that is that even this promise, it doesn't go away even when you're with that someone. Do you know what I mean? Um, he will never leave you nor forsake you. It's not just, oh, I'm going to get a boyfriend and replace him and then bye-bye God. It's like, no, he actually never leaves ever. Um, and so I think that this promise is so true regardless of any of the status. You know what I mean? God is right there with you um, doing this season of life with you and wants you to surrender um, this particular status that you're finding yourself in. Yeah, and I love that as well because it means that you can just relax into the season you're in because when you, you know, force yourself into believing that you can't access some of God's promises until you meet that person or until 
you know, you are in a relationship, it takes the joy out of where you are right now. But if you know that where you are at this moment is right where God wants you, it takes all the pressure off and you get to enjoy everything that following Jesus has to offer right where you are. That's so true. I think if we spend too much time wishing that we had something or wishing it would just be that day or that day would come that we miss what God wants to do in our hearts and in our lives right before us. And um, yeah, I love that so much. I read once that the safest place to be is the center of God's will and right where you are is exactly where that place is. So that is so good, Mia. Wow. That was really good. That's not to say that, you know, different um, seasons of life aren't difficult. Like if you're single and you're struggling, you can still go to God and ask him to help you and to strengthen you and to encourage you throughout that season. You can ask him and go to him boldly and say, God, help me to trust in your promises no matter where I am. And that applies to, you know, whether you're single or dating or married, regardless, we're going to have trouble in this world and in this life. And every season you walk through is going to have its own unique challenges. So that's why we need to go to God and just rely on his promises. And if we're finding that hard to do because it can be hard to do sometimes, go to him and ask him to help you do that. Mm, That's good. All right, number four. Oh, we know that this is a truth because (laughs) we've experienced this truth multiple times, Um, is God uses relationships to refine our character. Mia actually said something really um, smart as we'll kind of you know, nitpicking this episode. Um, don't make that face because what you said was smart. Was whenever it's every time I think of God uses relationships to refine our character, I never really had, I guess, an idea about like exactly what was being refined inside of my character, if that makes sense. But Mia said something really smart. She said that um, we can actually, I guess, be refined by the fruits of the spirit and like develop fruits of the spirit coming out of relationships, even within relationships. Um, so me, if you just want to speak on that a little bit, because I know that's something that you've experienced as well. Mm, well, I don't know when we were talking about this earlier, it really just made me think about, and you know, I think this is a lot easier to approach with a bit of hindsight and a bit of reflection. Like it is hard to walk through something, you know, like a challenge in a relationship or a breakup or just, you know, an experience in a relationship and understand at that exact time what is going on. I think often God does, you know, give us the benefit of hindsight to really understand what he was doing in that time. And I just look back over my life and some of the relationships that I've you know, gone through and walked through. And I just think <laughs> it's so funny because I'm a little sister. So I've watched, no, like I I've know, watched me go through each and every, like every single one and grow and learn. Yeah. But it, this isn't even just like intimate relationships. This is like just relationships in general, you know, like God uses relationships as a platform to teach us and to grow us and to de- develop us in the fruits of the spirit. Like that is how, we move closer and closer to God's ultimate purpose for our lives, which is to make us as much like Jesus as he possibly can. And Jesus perfectly encapsulated 
each and every fruit of the Spirit. And so if God wants to make us more like Jesus, He needs to bring that out of us and draw those fruits out of us. And for me in my life anyway, relationships is the number one way God does that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, for those who need a bit of a reminder, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is so true. Like, why is it that? Like, I know some circumstances happen, but you, I think that what Mia was saying, when you look back in retrospect and you see all of those seasons where these fruits have been developed in your life, you can see that they were all based around relationships. I think that that is so true. Like you can actually pinpoint the relationships or the heartbreaks or the really good times or the really bad times and see, um, what fruits of the spirit, I guess you developed during that time. Um, I definitely can pinpoint some of those for me as well. So I love that so much. Yeah. Um, God uses relationships to refine our character in every single season, like single dating, engaged, married. He's always trying to shape our character to look, to be more like Jesus. Um, and that sometimes looks through going through difficult times, highs and lows in the gray area between. Mm, absolutely to our last truth, which is every season requires surrender. Amen. I know. <laughs> so true. This is what we all, I feel like yeah, every time we have conversations about like, <laughs> we're so funny when we talk, um, we're, we'll always say something like, you know, I'm just like really excited to see like God are doing like the next season or whatever. And we always come to this revelation that no matter what the season of life that we find ourselves in is that it does require a surrender. And the reason why we choose to surrender, um, you know, particularly Mira and I, this season of singleness um, is because we want to experience the absolute fullest that it can be and become closer to God in the midst of this season as best that we can. Um, and that looks like needing to surrender. Like I don't want to hold on to something um, in this season that will hold me back from experiencing the fullness of what God wants to do in my heart and in my life before the next season arises. Um, so yeah, that's so true. Every season does require a surrender. Mm, I just think, and you know, you guys spoke about this in last week's episode, but you have to remember that every single time God's ways are better than our ways. So we have to put our plans and our ideas and the way that we wish our lives were on the altar and give them to God because Either way, what he does with that is going to be more than we could have ever asked or thought or imagined. So, and you know, that's not to say that surrender isn't tricky, but when you ask God to help you surrender, he always does every single time I have ever asked him to help me surrender something. He has always shown up. Like that's where I've seen God show up the most in my life is when I've asked him to help me lay this down and to give this to him. He helps make it easy every single time. And I think when you surrender, when you surrender the season that you're in to God and you invite Him into it and you say, God, do with this as you will. I am here as your vessel and as your hands. Use how you wish in this season. What it does is that it allows you to sow into the season that you're in and it allows you to draw out as much goodness from that season. But in doing so, you get to draw closer to God in the process of doing that. So I think honestly, like surrender every season, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're married, surrender it all to the Lord and He will always show up and always give you 
more than you ever could have imagined. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. We hope that you loved and enjoyed it. We hope that you guys did feel like you were drinking tea with us. Um, Just to recap, guys, surrendering your status to God is no easy thing, but we promise you that when you do, it becomes all the more greater. We truly believe that whatever season of life you are in, we just want you to go all in on what God has for you and find as much enjoyment and richness um, in your single, dating, engaged and married life. So the truth that we spoke about is God cares more about your relationships than you do. In order to give love, we need to first receive love. Number three, God's promises remain true regardless of your relationship status. Number four is that God uses relationships to refine our character. And lastly, every single season requires surrender.